Queen is dead. Rap is dead. And the black community gotta do better. How are everybody doing tonight, man? It's your boy, The Apex. This is podcast about nothing. And I am ready to record now. I'm ready. I did a lot of research on a lot of stuff. I was looking up a lot, so I didn't want to just come right in and be like, all right, boom, let's, let's go record. I wanted to look up some stuff first. And it took a while. It took about an hour. But I had to do some research on things. And I was thinking to myself, all right, so how am I going to integrate this into today's lesson? Because let's be honest here, man. I'm talking to y'all. I'm trying to I'm trying to share some things with y'all. But let's be honest here. Like I said, this this is TED Talk stuff. You know, I'm hoping to pass on some knowledge to the next generation and to all these young guys out here. You know what I'm saying? Some of these young dudes. But listen, um, the queen is dead. Now, I don't know how she managed to get through to get through uh, COVID. Did she ever get COVID? Do we know that? If she got COVID or not? I don't think she had got COVID or not. I, I don't know. I don't know if she ever got COVID. But uh, what we do know is that she has now passed on. She's gone. And <clears throat> let's be honest here. Okay. Let's 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 for real. Let's let's be honest here. Because we sat up here. Well, let me not say we sat up here, but I see people right now. I see people right now saying, "Man, the queen dead and putting putting heart emojis and stuff like that." And these are Americans, mind you. They're Americans. These are Americans that are um that are paying homage, paying respect, paying, um, I, I don't know what the other word I'm looking for here, but paying homage, paying respect, giving condol- paying condolences, I guess, to the late Queen Elizabeth II, apparently, didn't know that either, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II, everybody's paying homage, everybody's paying their respects. Everybody, and this is going to integrate into the lessons for today. I promise it will. And I commented under this. I don't want to call her a celebrity because she's not really a celebrity. She works for, she's a, uh, <clears throat> she's like a backstage reporter for the the uh, WWE, right? I'm not going to give out her name, but she's a backstage reporter for the WWE. And she'd be like interviewing wrestlers and being part of storylines or whatever, whatever. She's biracial. And um, if you watch WWE, you might know who I'm talking about then. But I had commented. I had commented under her paying her respects and her condolences. I had commented. Uh, wait, hold on. So. Like, are we going to just forget about all the Princess Diana stuff. Are we going to just forget about all of the Meghan Markle stuff now? Now, again, this goes into the lesson for today. I'm going to touch on that a little bit later, but this is going to this is going to integrate in. Don't y'all worry about it. But I'm like, so we're supposed to forget all the Princess Diana stuff. We're supposed to forget all the Meghan Markle stuff. 
Are we supposed to forget everything that her family stood for? <laughs> everything that her family stood for. Are we supposed to forget that too? Right? You know what somebody had said to me? I was like, so, 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 so we're supposed to just forget about that. Somebody gonna comment and say, that's not what's important today. <laughs> that's not what's important today. That's not what's important today. Hmm? That's not what's important. If you want to sit up here and go over her lifespan, her, her, what was it? 90, I think it was 97 years on this earth. She was in charge for about 70 years or something like that. When it's controversy surrounding her, 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 her reign, when it's controversy surrounding her reign, we're, we're supposed to just be like, nah, she's dead now. So now the only thing we can do is celebrate. Now, see, here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. Because niggas do that a lot. Niggas do that a lot. Now, I know what you're thinking. Apex, why are you always attacking us? I feel like the only way you can grow is by looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, I really need to change some stuff, right? <laughs> Niggas do that. Niggas do that with their favorite rappers. Whoever their favorite rapper is, that's what niggas be doing. They forget all the terroristic things that they have done. Terrorizing their neighborhoods, terrorizing people, scaring people. By the way, to anyone that was affected, injured, or murdered, I think that was yesterday, last night-ish, uh, in Memphis, because dude was driving around live-streaming him doing drive-bys on people. I hope they caught him. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't followed up on that story. It just made me think about it just now. I would like to send my prayers and thoughts and condolences to those families, to those people affected by what that nigga did. I mean... When you talk the ignorance of a nigga, he is the poster child of it. So I like to send my prayers and thoughts and condolences to those people who may have lost someone or they got hurt themselves or or um, they know someone that was hurt by it and everything like that. I don't I don't know. I don't know uh, the cause behind it. They say he got a rap sheet and uh, he, he was sentenced to I think they said three years in prison for attempted murder or or something like but he got out early and like back in March he got out back in March and um here he is now driving through Memphis and I, I don't know I imagine I had to walk up on the mic a little bit I'm sorry I don't know what the fallout has been like I don't know what happened but again my thoughts and prayers and condolences to those who may have been affected by what what took place. I mean, and I mean, like we were all affected, but I mean, like directly affected by what took place in Memphis yesterday, slash last night. Um, and so when it comes to the Queen, so we're just supposed to bypass all of that. We're just supposed to. I mean, even when it comes to that entire family like this is the part i don't understand right because the dude that married megan markle right who's that harry or is that somebody else I, I i don't remember but his mom was princess diane right was it diana or diane diane princess Di he was he was married to her right i mean he was princess diane was his mom right 
if I if I if I can remember it correctly, I think Princess Diane is his mom. Well, was his mother. And so with all of that taking place, we're supposed to bypass all of that and celebrate her life. And and my whole thing is, what are we even celebrating? Because that royal family is just they're just celebrities. They're like the Carters. You know, Jay Z and Beyonce, LeBron James and Savannah. Uh, um, uh, the Kardashians they're just a face they they don't make any type of laws right so what are we celebrating what has she done besides bring forth a whole bunch of controversy what has she done she hasn't done anything what are we celebrating the fact that she, the fact that she was queen for 70 years that is that what we're that yo someone said that she saw 22 prime ministers 22 22 prime ministers bro for 70 years what are we celebrating what has she done what has she changed because during those seven years, we saw Princess Diane die, and we all know what Princess how Princess Diane felt about her. We saw what she did to, uh, I think it's Harry and his wife Meghan Markle, and now when they had the baby, even though that baby is about as white as snow, but we still see how she acts, right? And see, going into that is going to lead me into today's lesson, right? Today's lesson is about gatekeeping now you may be asking yourself what's gatekeeping and what does gatekeeping have to do with what is being spoken on today what does that have to do with the queen that's what the queen did she was gatekeeping against princess diane she was gatekeeping against Meghan Markle. She was gatekeeping against their baby. That's what she was doing. And I feel like a lot of cultures and racists, not racists like KKK, but a lot of other, a lot of different races, a lot of other races, different races, other races. How can I? Make this sound like I'm not trying to say racist with a TS at the end. Anyway, um, they gatekeep. They determine who can come in and when they get out. They determine it. And they and then they stick together on that vote. What is it about us that we can't do that? Even even Nigerians do it. Even Nigerians uh, gatekeep. They be keeping us out. Then they just kick out the Europeans out of their uh, fashion commercials. Nigerians gatekeep. We all know how I feel about Nigerians. If you don't know, man, go back to any episode. I can rant on them for 12 hours. But Nigerians gatekeep. Europeans gatekeep. Italians gatekeep. Jewish people gatekeep. Asian people gatekeep. Mexicans gatekeep Puerto Ricans out. 
Puerto Ricans gatekeep. Dominicans gatekeep. Cubans gatekeep. Jamaicans gatekeep. But niggas? But niggas. We can't. And it's not that we're not allowed to. We just don't. Why not? And you know what? That's actually a question that I want answered. Why don't we gatekeep? I believe that <laughs> I believe that if we just abide by not only but when it comes to allowing people like let me give you all an example of something real quick right the reason why <clears throat> it feels like our community has nothing of its own and how we keep getting appropriated oh let me make sure okay and we keep getting appropriated we let too many people in the quote-unquote barbecue, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The, man, get them a plate. Man, they invited to the cookout. They're da-da-da. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's why, that's why we have to keep evolving our culture. Because we can never keep anything to ourselves. We're always getting appropriated. Every culture that I listed has appropriated from a black Americans from black Americans not just black people black Americans even Nigerians appropriate our culture man y'all don't know where y'all come from y'all can't be out here wearing Nigerian flags y'all can't be da 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 meanwhile they listen to drill music Oh, y'all y'all invented drill music too? Did y'all invent grills? Did y'all make another hove? Did y'all have Tupac? Please tell me that y'all birthed Biggie. Somebody come and tell me if Nigerians invented FUBU. No, that was us. That was us. We did that. We gave y'all that. I'm about to get on my Drake shit. We see all of this is because of us. We put this here. We did. All of this is because of us. So every accomplishment that we make, Africans want to take the credit for, but then for every demise that we have, they want to separate themselves from us. It's mainly Nigerians. I don't know about any other country or culture of people over there in Africa, but it's mainly Nigerians that be giving us the hard shake around based off of just black Americans versus Nigerians. It's really just be, it really just be them. It really is. So I'm trying to understand this though. I'm trying to understand why is it that we don't gatekeep? It's not that we can't, like I said, it's that we don't. Why don't we? Why not? Why don't we gatekeep? Y'all be too busy handing place out to the cookout Instead of gatekeeping, there needs to be a standard and a structure that we must abide by and, and, and that we must abide by and that we must honor and protect. It has to be a structure. 
And we have to implement that structure across the board, clean cut to everyone. But see, the mistake that we make, a mistake that we make that we need to get over is this. This is what we need to get over. This is what we need to get over for real. When we tell people that they're not black, revoking someone's black card, there's a divide that comes in. A divide comes in. Because a lot of people start to say, oh yeah, this person's black. Mm. Or this person's, man, you not black. Like, what's her name? The black girl that's a Republican. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't think of her name right now. But she always waving the Republican flag, right? Especially when Trump was running. She was real heavy on the Trump stuff. She was real heavy. Something Owens. Vanessa? No. It doesn't matter. Something Owens. Her last name is Owens. She be going crazy for the Trump stuff, right? She was going crazy. I mean, I seen her. She's real conservative, real Republican. But when Trump was running, she was going mad for him, right? So, um, I saw a lot of people saying that she's not black. Clearly, she's black. But I guess y'all saying culturally, she's not black. But then that waves the question, why is she culturally not black? Because she wants to vote for Trump because she's conservative. What's the issue? Why, why is it that she isn't black? Because... I don't, I don't know if y'all know this or not. Um, what has Democrats done for us? Hmm? Democrats have done things. Republicans have done things for and against the black community. So I'm trying to understand. See, this is what y'all need to understand. Is that... <clears throat> We need to start gatekeeping and it needs to be cut clean across the board. I'm here to have and start that conversation. I'm willing to go down that list of things. I did not write this list of things down. I am freestyling it. It doesn't mean that everything has to be in stone. I just need to run some things by y'all. Number one on that list, you have to be black. Black. Okay? Black. Not mixed not biracial black you have to be black no if ands or buts about it you gotta be black I ain't talking biracial triracial blackity black black okay y'all know what I'm saying you gotta be black now there's different shades of black but there's only one strand of DNA that is black that you need once you see, we started letting in biracials. That's where we started messing up at by letting biracials in. Then the lines just got completely blurred. If you are not 100% black, and I know we all got a little bit of something in us, right? I know. If you are not primarily majority black, you can't sit with us. You cannot. Other cultures do it. Other race cards do it. Why don't we? Why don't we? 
Again, it's not why can't we, it's why don't we. Gotta take a swig of water, man. I'm up here preaching. Why, why don't we? You can't sit with us if you're not majority black. Because by you not being majority black, your agenda is on the fence. You don't know. You're always going to side with the side that's winning. Because for biracials, they play the fence. They play the fence because one side can always benefit them over the other at some point of time, right? At some point of a time for biracials, they can always sit on one side of the fence and then it will benefit them. You can't sit with us. You can't. You cannot sit with us. You do not get a pass just because you're half black. You better be 51% or more black. That is the only way. Now, if you're now, even the 51%, you have to be under constant surveillance because you could be 51%, but still be passing for what other side you're mixed with. You can still pass for that other side. And see, I'm going to get into people that's biracial, but then they're white passing or just like people that are Mexican and, and black. But they're Mexican passing. So they, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, no, we can't have that. So for all the J. Coles, for all the Drakes, why do we let them niggas say niggas so much? And I'm a huge Cole fan. But I just thought about this yesterday. I'm such a huge Cole fan. And I was talking to my fiance about uh, Drake and how many times he be saying nigga in the song. Because we were actually, how <clears throat> we got into that conversation because she was listening to Doja Cat. And Doja Cat says nigga a lot in her songs. And for a biracial that don't like niggas, she says nigga a lot in her songs. Mainly the songs she's rapping in. The fact that this biracial honestly white woman who has a fetish for white men sure does say nigga a lot now i don't now i don't know if anybody noticed that but you got a fetish for white men you should not be saying nigga okay you want to sit up here and say nigga because why you're half black but you identify with your white side but we're going to give you a pass right no 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 more passes Doja Cat, Drake's, J. Cole's, you don't get to say nigga anymore. You don't get to say it. Drake, J. Cole, Doja Cat, what do they have in common besides being half black, half white? What do they have in common? They were raised by their white moms. But we giving them passes to say nigga because we like their songs? Because we want a hot lyric from him. I was listening to Drake a lot last night. Gearing myself up for this conversation. I was like. Even hearing him say nigga don't sound right. It just doesn't. I had to like you have to listen to the enunciation. You have to listen to the cadence of him saying nigga. It does not sit in my ears anymore. 
It sounds off. Coming from somebody that was a stan of Drake about a, nah, I don't want to say a decade ago, 31. I don't want to say 10 years ago, but, but maybe seven, eight-ish years ago. Oh, yeah, Drake lyrics making, like, Facebook posts using Drake lyrics. Oh, yeah, I was doing all that. We all were eight years ago. We all were. But now at my 31-year-old age, I realized, listening to him say nigga just, man, it does not sit well in my soul. It does not hit my ears good. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. For Cole, it just rolls off the tongue, but I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, Cole, you can't say it anymore either, bro. You can't either. You can't either. And I I know for some of y'all, the instance will, will arise. But what if someone proves that they're for the culture? What if they prove it? What if they prove that they're trying to build up the community, right? It's kind of like a... I, I appreciate the service. You can't sit with us, G. You can't. You can't have that. Look at all of these first round draft picks in the NBA draft. Look at them. Somebody had called it the, the National Beige Association. Cracking up laughing. All of these kids are mixed biracial kids. Black former NBA player dads found themselves some white woman, got her pregnant, gave birth to a six, seven lanky kid who went number three overall. It doesn't stop. It doesn't end. Look at the ball boys. Look at them. Look at their father. Look at their father's father. He beige too. Their granddad is beige. LeVar's dad is beige. His mama is beige. He's khaki. And then he gave birth to not even beige kids. They're like the color of sand. Like, where does it end? But... Because they can bounce a ball and put it in a hoop. Are they niggas? What? What are we doing? We got a gatekeep. We can't just let anybody in. Because guess what happened? Guess what happens? We let those beige niggas in. They get with a white woman. Either they marry that white woman. Or they have a kid with that white woman. And then that white woman takes that beige nigga to the court. Gets full custody of the kid. Puts him on child support. Go marries a white man. And now she's using that child support money to help build the white community again. Can't sit with us. You can't. I'm sorry. You can't come in. You cannot come in. If you have a fetish for people outside of your race, 
You can't come in. You can't sit with us. I'm sorry. But gatekeeping has to be cutthroat. It has to be. It has to be cutthroat like that. They are. The whites are. The Cubans are. The Nigerians are. The Mexicans are. Are they cutthroat? Except. Except when it comes to Mexicans and whites. They're not as cutthroat with whites. Mexicans aren't. Mexicans aren't as cutthroat as whites are. There's a little bit of a Asians too. A Asians and whites. Mexicans and whites. They... The, the, those three, they kind of, they work together. I don't know so much about Mexicans and Asians, but Mexicans and whites, Asians and whites, they, they, they're in tandem. They work together. And here's another cutthroat thing, because I'm only focusing on not just the black skin, but being a black American as well. We cannot let the Nigerians in. We cannot. They have yet to apologize for how they sold us into slavery in the first place. And then B, that's it, actually. They haven't, haven't apologized. And then they continue to shame us. They continue to shame us. They keep thinking that it's us with the problem with them when it started with them. You know what? Maybe it did start with us having a problem with them. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Because Malcolm X went on his tirade about Africans as well. He went on his tirade. Malcolm X had a tirade about them too. Yeah, you know, when, when Killmonger on Black Panther was like, yo, y'all was just sitting here in y'all thrones and all y'all jewelry while your brothers and sisters across the pond was enslaved, getting spit on. Having dogs sick on them. Y'all just sat here and didn't help. When we had to fight for our freedom, y'all wasn't there for us. Y'all wasn't there rocking with us. When we fought in the Civil War. Uh, and, then, and then the fight kept happening into Jim Crow. Y'all wasn't there for us. Y'all wasn't there. Y'all turned y'all back on us. But then you want to rob and shake down and take from our culture? Keep the Nigerians out because the Nigerians keeps us out. So keep them out. I'm speaking for black Americans, man. We need to place ourselves under a protective dome. We need to. For people who once upon a time in a past life fetishized races outside of their own race. And now you're with a black man or now you're with a black woman. You have black children. You need to be under constant surveillance. For real. You need to be under constant surveillance. You need to be under constant surveillance. When you lie, and I don't, I'm using the word enemy very, very loosely. But when you lie with the enemy, you can get a little whitewashed. No pun intended. You can get whitewashed. I don't understand why we allow every other race to gatekeep 
us out. You don't think with the Oscars, the Grammys, the Tonys, the Emmys, that's not them gatekeeping us out. Okay, yeah, we'll let one of you niggas in. The whole Oscars so white stuff. You don't think you you don't think that's them. That is them gatekeeping us. They're gatekeeping. All right, let let a couple niggas in. Just let let a couple of them in. And then the idiocy of black people who who are with a white person thinking that now they're a part of oh this is like now they're in the in crowd with whites come on come on how many white people how many of these white people we've seen out here with black people and then as soon as they break up they get with a white person why are y'all letting Jack Harlow do this why, why are y'all allowing Jack Harlow to infiltrate? Where the blackest person he knows is Drake. And y'all gonna let him infiltrate? When when do we get better? You know, you know, we will never get better until we want better for ourselves. I'm getting tired of seeing him. I'm not saying to celebrate the queen dying. I'm not saying that. But why are we mourning her? What has she done for black people, even in her country? What has she done? What has she done even for them? I'm not saying you celebrate that woman's death. But what's the point in celebrating her life? Let the British people do whatever that they do. Even the black British people. Let them rock how they're going to rock. Let them decide. But as for black Americans, what the hell does that lady's life and or death has to do with us over here? What? It means nothing. You know what? When Martin Luther King Jr. died, when Malcolm X died, they ain't mean shit to them. What did it matter to them? You think she showed up at the film? Because she was, she was queen at that time. She was queen then. Since 1962, she's been queen. She was queen then. She didn't show up to their funeral. She wasn't there. You know why? It meant nothing to her. It meant nothing to her that they died. She didn't care. Why, why should we care? Again, not saying to celebrate it. Not to say that, oh, we should celebrate her death. But why should we care? What does it matter to us? What does it matter? I'm saying these things to leave y'all with something to think about. We need to really start gatekeeping. We do. It's not about creating enemies. It's not about enforcing some type of physical altercation. It's just not allowing people to infiltrate what we've worked so hard. Black Americans keep the world spinning. 
How come everybody see and man? I'm, I'm about to sound like Dr. Umar Johnson and a whole lot of other black leaders. How come everyone else sees the value of a black person spending their money but us? And we can say it all we want that the black dollar is part of the most valuable currency on the face of this planet. And we still do stupid shit. Still. We still go make Lexus richer. We still go make Mercedes richer. We still go make Popeyes richer. Still. KFC churches richer. All of these Jewish men making all of this jewelry that we watch rappers spend their advance checks on. We never see the value of the black dollar, but every other race does. I wonder how many Japanese people have PlayStation 5s versus how many niggas have PlayStation 5s. I wonder how much Sony has made from black people versus their own people in their own country. I wonder. I wonder what the metric is. I wonder. Huh. Who leads the charge in buying Jordans? Here Michael Jordan is a billionaire. What has he done? What has he done for the black community? I know, I know, LeBron James opened up a school in his hometown. Can't fault him for that. Can't be mad at him for that. Kids deserve a chance. Kids are the future and all that. What else has he done? What else? It's too many niggas out here homeless. It's too many black people without jobs in low income housing. We need more of that. It's too many black people out here without a trade. Bump a degree. Get a trade. It's too many of us out here without that. Apex, what have you done? Nothing. I haven't done a damn thing. Unfortunately, we live in a world that is controlled by money. It's hard to help with no finances. It's hard. Not saying I don't have any, not saying I don't have any funds, but you need a financial backing that's going to carry you because in what I'm envisioning, there's no money being made on that end. It's just about providing resources, resources at a very low wage, very low cost. I should say at a very low cost, if not free providing resources. Why is it that the only resource that you see in black communities are bodegas or corner stores, drug stores, uh, 
like the 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 tobacco and alcohol stores or you see corner stores food deserts in every hood food deserts there's no com- there's no grocery store that's in walking distance in some of these communities but you'll see a fast food joint you'll see a McDonald's you'll see a Burger King and a Taco Bell not even a Chick-fil-A You'll see a Burger King and a Taco Bell and a McDonald's. Might see a Arby's. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't have all of the answers right now, but I'm hoping that all I've said can spark a, a, a can spark a something in someone's brain. I've been the Apex. This has been podcast about nothing. I love y'all. Everything I say, man, I say with love. And I say with concern, honestly. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I love y'all. Protect yourself. Love yourself. Until the next time.